0: I have notes, Scott. Just because getting my knee replaced, I go to a masseuse. A doctor masseuse? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I decided to ask a, a an energy based question just out of the blue because I, you know, I've been going to see the same person for probably a couple months. I'm like, so how do you protect yourself from all the bad a- energy you're exposed to doing this job? And just a random question that popped into my brain i was curious and then when she went into when she started explaining i was like ah we're gonna have to talk about this so basically she has a stone that she keeps in her pocket while she's doing the massages it's a crystal obsidian Mm. a polished obsidian stone that she says takes some of the bad energy that checks out and she has to cleanse it which you know actually fits into this story because this is like witchcraft Yeah. Witchcraft types. It's maybe not, but it sounds like, I don't think it's labeled as witchcraft, but I I think it kind of falls under the same umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's witchcraft. There's a lot of cleansing and stuff like that. Mm. And she mentioned that she used to have a rose quartz one that she kept in the other pocket, but that one really held on to energy. And she went on to explain how they had this, somebody had put one of these rose quartz crystals underneath the the massage table in their school. Hmm. And it, they forgot about it. So it had all this negative energy in it. And she brought it home one time to cleanse it. And all the lights started flickering in the house on and off. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And like it was like causing other kinds of interference to the point where she had to take it back. And the teacher did the cleansing. And it took weeks of putting it out in the moonlight to cleanse it with moonlight and all kinds of stuff like that. But I just thought it was fascinating because as a skeptic, I believe, you know, in energies and we all know that we pick up energies from people. Yeah. But if you're doing like, a, your job is to work at a chiropractor doing massages. You're dealing with people that are in a lot of pain and, and suffering in a lot of cases. And that take, puts them in a negative spot. True. Yeah. And my thoughts were b- maybe behind the m- massage, you're releasing some of that negativity, but it has to go somewhere. And chances are it goes into your, goes into this. the masseuse. Yeah. You know, like, uh, what is it? Uh, the green mile, the guy mm. that could suck in that sickness and stuff to yeah. help people. That's what it kind of reminds me of. John so, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so it just was an interesting little thing I thought about, and she just got my mind working with a story that's kind of similar mm. to which some types of of witchcraft or to practices. Yeah, but it also makes sense, and you know, to the point where sometimes like she would find a knot and she'd like go away knot, and that's what made me start thinking is the way she talked. It's like she like Amanda has Mm. a different belief in the world where you see different things and she's like speaking it into like like literally like almost like guiding it like go away not
1: as she's doing the massage or like yeah like so yeah yeah and like that that would make sense in like a spiritual
0: aspect yep the whole you know so it was it was a fun little little thing that i thought would be fun to share on here is a weird question i asked that just provided a lot of entertaining benefits yeah, I've always been fascinated by people that interact with like crystals and whatnot,
1: um, or that that see it like the energy at aspects of all these different like uh what, what we view as just minerals, like yeah. regular. But like myself, it's kinda weird because you know, obviously being raised as a, a Christian, um that stuff's demon stuff to you. It well it's it's just not like of God type, yeah. type of stuff, which is unfortunate because crystals look so cool. And and as someone that is drawn to cool
0: looking things, I love fucking crystals. Not fucking crystals, but you get it. Yeah. I love crystals. And To me, it's like, there's nothing bad about it because that predates Christianity and Christianity probably had some crystals going on. But do you think it's in something like that, do you think it's an intention based
1: thing? Do you think it's that this woman is holding these, these crystals and giving the intention that she desires for them? Like this is for harboring the negative energy or this is for, let's say, um, you know, spreading positive like joy or anything like that, or, or something like that. Because I've heard a lot of stories from people that get their chakras realigned and stuff like that, that they actually do physically feel something, that it, it does feel like like a physical like and spiritual mashup where you leave feeling like cleansed, like something <laughs> did happen. So it feels like it is a physical thing, but is it intention-based or is it actually these crystals have this type of stuff connected to it?
0: Being the skeptic I am, I you don't think that's nec- all in your head. I don't believe necessarily that crystals have any extra meaning, but if you feel like they protect you from negativity, they are going to protect you in some way. You're you're going to block out some of that stuff. Yeah. You're not going to receive some of the negativity that we all know comes from certain individuals. Awesome. You know, there's psychic vampires all around us and we feel it and we oh, know we how do. it affects us. I actually left out,
1: I should have included it because that would have been a great, uh, coincidence haha, <laughs> to, to this episode was I found an episode of, a uh, someone that ran an a cult bookstore that had someone that was a man, like a energy vampire that would come in every day. And like yeah. when they left, they just felt drained like yeah. every single day. And so. Yeah, that shit's real, man. I think it, I think it's real as far as, but maybe whether it's energy
0: or it's a spiritual thing. I think hundred percent. There's those types of people that just train you. I remember back in our first season when we had the uh, Georgina Rose on there. We were mm. talking about witchcraft might be weaponized psychology. Yeah, you know, very yeah. well could be. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, just a yeah. weird story.
1: Yeah, just uh, I mean, I think we've we've had enough, you know, foreplay with this topic. Let's dive. on. Should we dive in? Should I we think get going? so. But right. let's not use foreplay. We will. We've done enough fondling around the edges of this topic. Ah, what is wrong it's with you? Time for us to dive in. We'll see you on the inside. Bro. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Uh, happy Thursday. If you're happy to listen when this drops, happy whatever other day it is. If you listen to us later in the week, today we're going to, we got a fun topic for you guys. We got when witchcraft goes wrong. But before we dive into that, we kind of like to touch base on where you can find us if you're new to the show, or uh, even if you're not, if you haven't followed us yet, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Freaky Deaky Pod. You can find us on TikTok at TFD Paranormal. And if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you are missing out because it is just a, well, it's a, it's a damn good time. We're having a lot of fun over there. We do uh, paranormal show. We do bonus stories from the episode. We also do extended 10-minute previews of the episodes uh, before the episode drops every week. So you get a lot of content out there. We're trying to grow the, the page a little bit more so we can kind of branch out into some video work if you want to do. So if that excites you, make sure you
0: subscribe. You know, I was playing when I went to the movies yesterday, I was playing the trivia game like I like to play at the restaurant. Sure. And one came up based that helped was help my answer was helped by our YouTube channel. Because it was uh terrific. Who was the question about? I think it was John Belushi. Mm. Like how old he was when he died. And I knew it because we had talked about it in on our YouTube channel. How old was he when he died? 33. There you go. There you go. That's the type of grade A information you're going to walk away with when you
1: check out the Freaky Deaky YouTube channel. So prepare yourselves for that. If you're a fan of the show, you want to score some of that sweet, sweet merch that we offer. You're going to find that at thefreakydeaky.com under the shop. And if you're a fan of NFTs, which seems to be popping at the moment, you're going to find our Freaky Deaky NFT collection there as well. And we'll be adding to that over time because we just kind of enjoy keeping up with tech- technological advances. Makes us feel young yet again. Uh, now that all that nonsense out of the way, these uh, yeah, this is a, a series that I've wanted to start on the show for a while. And we've kind of joked about starting for, you know, the last couple seasons, which is when witchcraft goes wrong. You guys know the Christian and I love talking about demons and witchcraft and debating all that shit. And so I've, I've plucked some fun stories about instances where people have been on the receiving end or the scary end of witchcraft. In theory. In theory. That's right. Sorry. These may all be bullshit.
0: Everyone may be making this up. But to me, you could be a, pres- a pasture going on a witch hunt in yeah. modern times. You could be a pasture. <laughs> So let that
1: sink in. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So yeah, all the stories in this episode were pulled from alleged real experiences posted to various message boards and social media websites across the internet, from Ask Reddit threads to scrolling through Facebook groups and comments. Each of these encounters was posted by people claiming to have experienced these situations firsthand. It is up to you to decide whether or not you believe in them. I am sharing them with Christian because, as you know, I like to... Shove down his throat the beliefs of my people, which is just that shit's crazy out there, that it's not as normal or just our brains and all that stuff. I just think weird stuff happens and I want him to get on board at some point and be like, you know what, Scott? Can't explain this shit. You're right. Is it absolutely demons? No. But there's no such it's thing. It's definitely weird. definitely weird. Yeah. Yeah. So this first one, he said there's no such thing as demons, but this first story is by someone on Reddit that goes by distinguished demons. So you be the judge.
0: Is there demons or is there not demons? I mean, Anything, any demon that's not distinguished is no longer called a demon. Everybody knows that.
1: I picture this demon wearing a tweed jacket. Tweed, very distinguished. Yeah, use that however you'd like. Okay, and it goes, uh, this is, once again, by Distinguished Demon. We'll dive right into this first story. And away we go. Is that the Joker from The Dark Knight? I think it is. Yeah. I'm not a religious person, and if anything, only believe in people doing good and honoring whatever, quote, positive energy there is. Bullshit. The Christian write this? Are you the
0: distinguished demon? No, but it's whenever you start it
1: like that. You're also a fan of uh, matcha tea. Can feel it. I can feel this person. Yeah. This person's out there getting acai bowls and whatnot. Yeah. No. I know you. I see you distinguished demon. I see you. Whatever happened to me still makes me feel like surely someone was pranking me. I'm not even sure how to share this story. It still freaks me out. I want to, as a logical person, believe there's no God or at the very least no such thing as quote evil spirits and this has always shaken me enough to question it i've only ever told this story to my brother when i was in high school i dated a guy who to be frank was always an asshole but towards the end of our relationship started worshiping satan so this going to get fun. <laughs> if at the beginning of your relationship you're an asshole and at the end you worship satan where do you go from that
0: well usually you like paint all satanists as assholes based on your asshole ex-boyfriend
1: there you go we'll see where this uh, distinguished demon takes it yes towards the end of our relationship started worshiping satan one night while on the phone this was before cell phones he said he sent quote something to pay me a visit that night not taking him seriously at all i laughed like yeah okay whatever we hung up the phone i fell asleep in the middle of the night while asleep i started feeling the worst stomach cramps i've ever had tossing and turning, waking up and trying to go back to sleep. It would not go away unless I opened my eyes and sat up. Creepy. Yeah. Next time you have a stomach ache and it's middle of the night, you're going to think about this story. And you, you're back. Fuck. Yeah.
0: You know what you're going to think about as a parent? Demons. No. Diarrhea. You can't think that way once you have a child. Cause then that's just scares them. You're like, mm-hmm. maybe you just need to poop. Yeah. Just Solved. get up and let that shit out.
1: Literally. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I settled trying to sleep and there was a whisper. It sounded like a man's voice. Hey, It was right in my ear. I opened my eyes, looked around, nothing. Closed my eyes again, drifted off, and again felt cramping to the point of sickness in my stomach as another whisper sounded, wake up. up. I sat up. The sick feeling stopped. At this point, I'm fully freaked out. The whispers sounded like someone hovering over me. I pulled the covers over my head and just tried to lay still and pretend I didn't exist, and that shit didn't just happen. Minutes went by and I thought everything was fine. Then suddenly, tapping started in my room. Like someone was walking through and smacking things randomly. I'm not even ashamed to admit that I bolted from my bed and ripped my bedroom door open and ran out. That's what I would have done. That's weird, right? Kind of crazy. That is the move, though. Obviously, if you're in your room and you're like, I am surrounded by something I cannot see, make a noise in this bitch, yeah. deuces, I'm out, you know? She goodbye i got a world to see macklemore reference again so interesting timing nonetheless seeing as how the the asshole wor- satan worshiping boyfriend was like i sent you a little something tonight and then that night she has these cramps and someone says hey wake up and it's a invisible demon tapping on shit around the room
0: weird maybe you just put something in her food and that caused the cramping and the fever that gave her the hallucinate hallucinations and auditory hallucinations so, we haven't used that one in a long time we haven't season one. Yeah,
1: that's a throwback way to go that's almost as old as time is a flat circle yeah yeah i didn't think we could find a way to work it into this demon episode but here we are yeah
0: it's so it's been so much that now you're starting to take on my persona and say it
1: and now you're gonna start believing in ufo abductions so no we'll find out i don't think so well, essential sum tonight, we'll find out. No, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, strange story all the same. Um, what do you guys think out there? What do you guys think about that? You think Christian's just uh burying this deep down so he doesn't have to think about the possibility of invisible demons coming and uh wreaking havoc on both your intestines and your mind in the middle of the night? Or do you
0: think this literally is just weird coincidence weaponized or weaponized sp- psychology. Mm, yes. Buzzwords or it could be a demon there you go i don't even but i don't believe in demons so maybe it's exactly. just like a, an intention a bad intention the demonic intention
1: no no no, man all the same strange strange story and it would freak anyone out and that's the move is you would run the hell out but the thing is you would never go back to that bedroom i, I wouldn't would. i wouldn't i if, would if I, my parents were like you have to go back to sleep my back not in that room i don't
0: yeah I'd get a ouija board there you spell go the
1: demon yeah Yeah, your parents would be like, oh, yeah, sure. That sounds great. We'll run you down to Toys R Us and grab one for you. Yeah. You
0: don't even have to do that anymore. Amazon.
1: Ouija board straight to your door. Yeah, we're trying not to support Amazon on this program, Christian. From from the crypt to the door. There you go. Where's the ship from?
0: Would you like to take this deleted story? Yes, deleted, because the patriarchy has deleted all the witches in this world. I just made that up.
1: Really? Yeah. That doesn't make sense.
0: And almost never happens. My mom and I are both practitioners of witchcraft. I am a white witch, while my mom is a dark witch, which means she deals with hexes, curses, etc. My mom has hexed people in the past that have hurt her or her family. She is not afraid of karma or the rule of three. One of the curses I saw was when I was a child. There was a man who worked with my stepfather who would constantly steal clients from him, or would take credit for my stepfather's work. He actively tried to step, sabotage my stepfather's employment, and my mother got fed up. Don't fuck with the witch. She performed a hex on him, and within days, the guy had fallen from favor at work. All his clients were canceling appointments for varying reasons. His deals were falling through. His hair was thinning from stress. His family was going through economic hardships, etc. The guy's life completely did a 180, and to this day, he hasn't fully recovered from it. He still struggles with making sales and is constantly getting on his employer's nerves. Another time, an old friend of mine and I had an awful falling out. Her betrayal hurt me, and I fell into depression for a long t- long while. She tried turning friends against me and did everything she could to hurt me. My mother decided to return some of the negative energy her way and performed a hex. I didn't know it at the time. Otherwise, I would have told her not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I don't believe that. But she put a curse on her and her her family. I'm serious. Well, within days, everything went wrong. Her family fell into economic hardships and they lost the family car and almost lost their house. Her father had a stroke out of nowhere and with no family history of it. Thankfully, nothing serious, but was bedridden for days and couldn't work. Her schoolwork suffered and her family had a period of real tough times. Mother, my mother, di- my mom didn't tell me what she had done until months later, at which point I was terrified of her. Magic isn't something to be done lightly, and hexes especially are dangerous things. I wouldn't touch them with a the 10-foot pole, but my mom actively practices them. I worry when karma comes to collect.
1: <laughs>
0: First off, the uh-huh. daughter is a white witch yeah. now because she doesn't have children. When you have children and the world starts messing with your children, it's really easy to go dark. Don't you You, you know what I mean? Do you it's, think that would be the... Well, I would think, actually, the opposite of that. I would think,
1: especially if you have children, you wouldn't want to go dark, because, again, what she said at the end, when karma comes to collect, the like reverberations of these hexes or this black magic would come back on you yeah, and but, your family, which includes your children. So you'd want to do everything by the book and do everything like white witch style. Be like, I'm just here for love and... Helping people and I I don't obviously know too much about white witches, but I imagine that's the gist, right? Is you're, you're doing good stuff that doesn't harm others.
0: Right. You're not doing hexes. At least that's that's the way that the primary. Yeah. That's what this story sounds when you're like, your intentions are bad. Even for justifiable reasons. You know, it's like the good, yeah. good Jedi and bad Jedi. True. Or, you know, Luke is a good Jedi, even if he almost killed his nephew. Yeah. And even if he's a whiny bitch,
1: he's still yeah. a good, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, I mean, even if you love Luke, he's a whiny bitch.
1: He's a whiny bitch. Yeah. But
0: that makes sense because his dad was also a whiny bitch. His dad was the, like. The whiniest bitch. The, the, yeah. Before the, he got the suit and the he armor. He was emperor whiny bitch.
1: Before, yeah. You know. True.
0: Second only to Palpatine, who didn't whine at all, but True. had a whiny little bitch servant.
1: Yeah classic
0: palpatine yeah. whiny bitch servant yeah. yeah so i mean you think of it that's the karmic debt yeah. between the mother and you know the mother is obviously darth bader sure and the daughter is whiny luke skywalker i guess we'll go with we don't know the daughter because sure. it's deleted yeah i feel like we might have muddied this story up with the star wars references yeah but back to the witchcraft <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah mom is not nice and that is dangerous but also a mom would be able to justify some of that behavior i think as protecting their
1: their family but the protection wasn't necessarily in in need when it comes to just someone that hurt your daughter's feelings like like that's the type of stuff that you experience as you go through life is people will hurt your feelings and you will be upset but to like ruin someone's family because of that shit that seems like a little that's on the excessive end
0: it sounds like somebody that would like kill the mother of the lead cheerleader so your daughter could become the cheer- lead cheerleader no that's totally understandable that you can at least wrap your head around yeah but if you add witchcraft <laughs> add witchcraft to that it's the same thing it it makes as much sense to the mother who's like i need to look out for my daughter yeah.
1: i can't believe i never thought about it that way you're yeah. absolutely correct yeah. yeah moms don't mess with them yeah when you if said that, witches. when you said don't fuck with witches i actually thought like there's a story in here that
0: the end sense is pretty much that like i don't believe all this crazy witch stuff going to hell but but I believe you don't fuck with witches. You just don't. I mean, you don't mess with
1: stuff like that. Yeah, it really do be like that, don't it? So I think, uh, yeah, this next one comes to us from a sexy French horn. Very sexy. Very sexy. My sister is really into the occult, Wiccan, witchcraft kind of stuff. I think she meant to be Wiccan, but at thirteen, a 13-year-old isn't incredibly discerning. You don't say? Mm. Around the time she got into it, our house started to get incredibly creepy. We would see things move out of the corner of our eyes. Nobody wanted to be home alone. Nobody wanted to be in the living room at night. At first, we could blame it on the house and the land. Then we moved not just houses, but continents. The weird stuff followed. All of it was always centered around my sister and her room. And it was always aggravated when we did serious cleaning, and especially when we moved. So it's a dirty spirit. Yep. The height of it was when we were moving back to the U.S. We had we had two different flight groups. My mom and sister left six weeks before the rest of us to pick the new house, while my dad, brother, and I cleaned and packed at the old house. Sounds like they got the cushy end of that deal. Yeah. Oh, cleaning and packing. Sorry, fellas. Yeah. We heard thumping from my sister's room. The windows and doors would open and close on their own. Not possible from just the wind. And shadows would move wildly under the door pretty much every night, even with the blinds closed. I'm not sensitive or discerning of that kind of stuff, but it was plain as day even to me. It was only when my sister finally moved out of our next house and we cleaned out her room that it all ended. Whatever it was, it was tied to my sister and any sort of disorder slash uncleanliness. Which, if you ask me, first of all, I think that would tie in with you know let's say you know demons or whatever would be the opposite of like clean right you know isn't good godliness is next to cleanliness is the, is the quote i believe so what's the opposite oh of my that? gosh dirtiness right Dirt- dirtiness is next to being demonicness i do enjoy being dirty too i enjoy just being kind of a slob <clears throat> from time to time so maybe maybe you boys the demon all along who knows? But. No, this reminds me of a lot of stories of familiars, of people that get into witchcraft. And then, you know, like it's it's always portrayed as this kind of, oh, how adorable, you know, what's her name? Sabrina gets the, oh, you get a cute cat named Salem that is your familiar and he's talking and everything's fine and dandy. But um, stories that I've heard about this type of witchcraft, and again, this is someone that obviously doesn't study this stuff. So I could be so far off um, base from this, from saying it. But the stories that I've heard that have similar uh, examples as this story that we just read, it is usually familiars. It's like when you get into this stuff, you get like... Like almost like a, a spiritual sidekick that protects you or does your bidding or anything like that. And it's like these things they call familiars. And they think it's always a, like a guardian spirit of sorts or something like that. When in reality, well, in my reality and what I believe to be reality, I'm not going to step on anyone else's realistic toes. In my reality, you're actually communicating with something that isn't good at all. And so the reaction that everyone in that household, like the the dad and the brothers were seeing was the the true side of this familiar spirit, where it's just causing havoc. And it's like, creepy as hell it's causing a disturbance in the force the whole nine you know they're witnessing this, but the sister who was practicing stuff probably didn't see it like that probably just was like oh this is my familiar
0: it's how could you rationally explain entities or happenings happen coming into your home after this
1: like how could the brother explain
0: it yeah i mean is there really a different realm and things are just different in that realm Are we bringing demons or entities or angels or guardian spirits over? And why are we so afraid of something that almost feels like a natural occurrence through time? It can't just be evil. It's got to be a part of life and maybe part of the evil part of it. or The way we have labeled that kind of stuff is evil is part of the problem with the world is we're so busy saying this thing that I don't quite agree with is evil instead of like that's just a part of life you know it's not my way whatever Yeah, that's just a weird creepy thing that comes and destroys your sister's room it happens but instead we we take that and we have taken it through human history and be like uh this person is a witch i know they cured uncle tom of his gout you know with with this with their special soup now one of our cows died we gotta burn him at the stake yeah well first of all shout out uncle tom's gout
1: um secondly yeah i don't think it's 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 not that we necessarily assign the term evil to things it's there's such a thing as common sense right and like just you looking at something you can discern because you're a discerning man you've lived in this world long enough you can discern how it makes you feel how uh like your reaction to said event and so me personally if i am Let's say I'm in a house and there's just the door opening, slamming shut, all the shit left and right. You see shadows wildly moving across underneath the doorway. And it's just like you get this dark feeling about you. And it's not just you. It's everyone around you is also feeling this. Like then you, all you can do is be like, you know what? Something is bad about this. And it's not to say, oh, that's definitely evil. But that's to say that usually you can get a feel for something. You get a feel for if something's good right off the bat. It's called like a gut instinct, right? And you feel it. When you're in that situation, you're like, this doesn't feel alarming. This doesn't feel threatening. The opposite of that is true as well. When you're in bad situations, you feel it. There's something telling you, you need to get out of this. You need to get away from this. Right. And you as someone that believes in like, you know, it's kind of like a subconscious like DNA thing throughout however many years you think the earth's been around. Humanity felt that way when we were fish and monkeys and whatnot. But I think like you have to, that's something you have to hold on to because everyone in life tells you to trust your gut. And most people, when they don't trust their gut, regret it and say, oh, I wish I would have trusted my gut. And so it's something that's built into our DNA but at that's this pain point,
0: too, though. But because that's but it's
1: not, because what, it, if anything, tra- it proved that that everything every time you've seen something like this happen, it's been negative. So you need to react negatively towards it. Like you're not saying like like it's not like he went in there and was like cursing at the thing, like get out foul spirit or anything like that. He just said it felt negative. Right. And when it, when my sister finally finished it. So that's what tells me when you practice this type, this type of stuff, and maybe it's that she just didn't know what she was doing and she let loose like something in the world that she, that she shouldn't have. But when you practice this type of stuff, and these are the stories that come from it, it's, it's hard not to put two and two together in that situation and be like, maybe it's the fact that this type of stuff was being done. That's not for me to say that every witch that practices is the worst person in the world and is carrying demons around. That's not my, that's not for me to say. What I'm saying is that the reaction to that,
0: if you hear that enough times, you just kind of be like, okay, well, maybe it seems like there's something wrong with this. I think, um, it's the intention. If your intentions are bad, the energy gets negative, you know, the, I can see that, yeah. the, the, uh, visitors from the ethereal realm might have a little bit more shadow to them, you know, and this is me speaking like a believer, but energy is energy as we always say, we can, you know, do the science thing and it's just the energy of the universe that just gets recycled and sure, yeah. put into different forms or you know the energy is magical you know forms from god or the devil or whatever the witch down the street that has a voodoo mm. doll sure you know who knows what it is but do we assign you know more meaning to certain things based on our emotional state uh, during some of these things you know just because your sister's practicing witchcraft doesn't mean you're going to see bad things. But the minute you start believing or worrying about bad things, you are going to intentionally see patterns.
1: I don't don't know about that, though, because I'm someone that worries about a lot of shit. Like, and I worry about seeing stuff a lot of times, but a lot of the time I don't actually see anything. But there's also times where I'm caught off guard and I see stuff, which is probably why I start freaking out when I'm like, oh, wait, so I'm going to see something right now. Nothing ever happens. You know what I mean? Like,
0: but theoretically, the world around us would be similar. The same things would be walking by you that would be walking by me. Yeah. But I don't see him at all. I I can't imagine a world where I see him. So I'm probably never going to see him. The, but that's where the, the discernment comes in.
1: And that's when being able to discern certain things or just dis- discerning the, the atmosphere, perhaps that, that you're surrounded by is like something that you pick up. Like if I wasn't raised in the household that I was raised, I likely wouldn't have been as strong at discerning things that I, as I am, like I am this way because my mom made sure that I knew that there's a spiritual world out there, you know? And so like, it's easy for me to understand that you wouldn't believe there's a spiritual world out there if you weren't actively raised in a situation like that. And it's easy for me to to say that you could walk through this life. Not, I'm not saying that you're walking through it like falsely or anything like that. Like you just weren't raised in the same way that I was, you know? And so for me, seeing shit was kind of normal because I was used to seeing shit. Right. Like I had, and I've been told that it is real. And it is to me as someone that has actually actively seen things and continues to, it's real. And there's no way for that to be proven wrong.
0: Well, also, you know, my, being a skeptic, I also believe once you see it, it's real, whether it's actually there or not, it's yeah. real. And that's just the way it works. You know, you can't, you can't imagine things and them not be real on some level in your brain. Sure. It yeah. doesn't matter whether it's real or not. As long as you, your your brain feels it's real, you're going to react like yeah. it's real in wh- whether it's fight or flight or you know, having a heart attack and keeling over because it scared the crap out of you so much. Real is real. If you believe there's a witch, there's going to be a witch. And that witch is going to have an effect on you. If you believe you can block the effects of that, then chances are you're going to have that obsidian stone Mm. to help you, whether it, it actually takes in that energy or is your way of, you know, like maybe focusing the negative energy away from you.
1: Now, did you ask her about the obsidian? Did you ask if it was just negative energy that it collects or if it could also be used for the opposite? Like if you could get
0: just like if it could store good energy and then you use that as a. I did not ask her that, but. Because that'd be interesting. The fact that obsidian was obsidian is what she said. Hmm. And I just got the image of a black rock. And it's almost like. The darkest sub. You think it would be like
1: a magnet for the dark, right? The darkness. Isn't obsidian like the darkest black? It's, or is that something else?
0: It's, it's something else, but it's black and anything, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we've automatically been trained that black is evil and white is good, you racist, know? but all right, N- not from a racist point of view, but the cowboy, the bad cowboy wears the black hat mm. and, and then the, 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 the good cowboy, cowboy is, wears the white hat. Yeah. And it's changed now in modern times because the stories are more complex and we, we realize that it's important to have the anti-hero. Yeah. And you know, we realized you could make movies that weren't about cowboys, right? What but, a what a step that was. And then sometimes they're still wearing that light color, while the bad person's wearing the black. Yeah, wow. We've all been brainwashed,
1: folks. You heard it here first. Yeah. I think. Do you think our listeners are kind of shocked that this is probably the calmest like discussion we've had on witchcraft since the beginning of the show? It usually gets pretty heated pretty quickly. And I never understand that because it's there's not, still plenty of time. I'm not saying that it's not, I'm not going to yell at you at some point during this episode, but as of right now. This has been nothing but good back and forth discussion between the two of us, and
0: well, that is. Well, I think even when it gets heated, it's it's where like I worry about the way we are taught in this world. Like, there's no reason to get heated over witches or supposed yeah. witchcraft because it, it most of it's not going to affect you. Yeah, not directed at you. You know, it's not you sure. know of
1: man. What if like bad luck spouts in your life was because like someone put a hex or something? Wouldn't that be the craziest shit to find out?
0: It would be, but also. Why don't you? You know, nobody's. You know, some people have really bad lives, a lot of bad luck hits them, and some people have that same look luck throughout their lives and live like a blessed life. I mean, perspective mostly. Yeah, even in churches, you see it. You see people that have struggled. You know, an, an old lady or an old man has struggled and suffered and lost lost family members. You know, important people through just the way the world works. but they have this beautiful view of the world where they don't take it quite that way. It's the same luck that their, you know, fellow parishioner has, but looks at it in a more dark way. Yeah. And and maybe that's the lesson of the white witch and dark, witch is like, it's, it's all perspective. It's all intention. And even if you're going through a rough time, maybe that intention doesn't make it any easier, but maybe bearable or just enough to get through. It's, you know, it's just, and I think maybe that's why we always need to practice having calm root calm conversations on stuff like this because okay. it's not worth it you know i mean your t- your belief is formed by the teaching you've received yeah mine is more like i think i rebel against some teaching and and sometimes that's Organized. just all it is yeah. it's like i've been taught this way since and we have been taught this way since far far before you and i or our great grandparents ever stepped on earth true this yeah. is the pattern and it's not always right yeah and as long as you're not persecuting people, even if you don't agree with their witchcraft, we shouldn't be burning them at the stake or ostracizing them. True. Yeah. Murder is wrong uh, across the board. Um, Especially if you do believe
1: in that type of, like burning at the stake is wrong for a number of reasons, because if you are religious, then you should believe that it's not the person itself. It is the either quote unquote, you know, entity inside the person, or it's, you know, the entity that is kind of leading the person into making those decisions instead of the person itself you wouldn't want to kill the person shame on you
0: yeah isn't that crazy though the way certain practices have happened through the years and just when there's a witch hunt going on or that gets into a society how dangerous and scary it is and yeah
1: i mean there's a mob mentality and a lot of that shit that that can definitely be terrifying but again i believe i believe there are bad witches out there i believe that witchcraft in general is you know and this is just me speaking but i think it's bad i don't think it's something that humans should be uh, delving into because in my beliefs you're not supposed to that's that's it that's the only reason i don't think people that do it are, are bad people in the same sense that people can disagree with my beliefs i can disagree with others yeah and we can do that Without hating each other, which is um, one thing that I'd like to mention. And I think everyone, if there's one thing you can take away from this podcast in general, it's that you need to surround yourself with people that have conflicting ideas with you, because if not, you're just in an echo chamber that literally you don't ever grow from. You don't ever expand your mind. If you're just around people that have the same beliefs as you, you're never going to be challenged. And if you're never challenged, then you never expand yourself and grow. And so even though you and I, like, you haven't changed my beliefs on anything. I'm sure I haven't changed your beliefs on anything, but there is there's like a mutual respect there for opinion that develops the more you talk to someone that doesn't uh, or share your exact belief on life is that you understand how people can un- or think certain ways or believe certain things without being like, oh, this person's wrong. And anyone that listens to him is the devil.
0: Well, and that's the way our society is, is, is we make everything a witch hunt now. Yeah, that's the council culture. That's where we're we take it, you know, up to you know, Democrats, Republicans, red versus blue. Oh, it's a, it's a laughing stock. It's, it's, it's gotten ridiculous and it is like constantly some kind of witch hunt because somebody has a different, differing opinion. You should, if you believe the stuff we talk about on here, you should not only, you shouldn't just listen to podcasts that support your view. You should be listening to podcasts that challenge your view. Cause once you start, stop challenging your view in the world, once you kind of, Stop exposing yourself to different people is like where you're kind of stuck. That's where you get extreme too. That's yeah. where you. That's where you enter into those those fringe territories that is very hard to crawl out of. Yeah, you find you find justification. Yeah, for doing bad things. So, which is the same that maybe like that one witch parent found justification for punishing, for hexing the yeah, yeah. kid's friend. Yeah, it's just a a fine line. We see it in all of our film and entertainment. That's the constant story is. True. Stepping over that threshold and not ever being able to come back. So, and luckily for our listeners, you guys
1: get both perspectives in one podcast. You don't have to go anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, one's right. You belong to us. It's mine. Yeah, one's right. It's mine. As Christian just said, it's mine. And anyway, I think Christian's going to lead us in this next story now that we have uh, fully indoctrinated all of you with exactly how we think about everything in this world.
0: Mazel (laughs) I don't know what that means. Gingosaurus rex. So now we know. The, the gingers are the one people. Ron Weasley? What a nerd. See? <laughs> All right. The last apartment I lived in was me and three friends living together. The eight, The first eight months in the apartment, everything was normal. Then there was one week where weird shit started to happen. All of us got this really bad cold at the same time. The sickness would cause me to wake up every morning with such bad vertical that I would throw up items in the apartment would go missing and turn up in a completely different part of the apartment. Like the TV remote would go missing and then someone would find it in a kitchen cupboard. And every time this happened, no one remembered moving it or knew they wouldn't have moved X object into Y location unless there was a lot of drugs involved. That part I added. Love
1: meth or love meth, love math. And, uh. In an episode about ghosts and whatnot. Yeah. Love meth. Of course, you had to say drugs, and I was like, meth?
0: Yeah. I can't wait to hear that again. I love that.
1: Yeah. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Our oven stopped working properly, and I would wake up in the middle of the night with the feeling that there was a presence hovering over my bed watching me. I followed all the advice that my superstitious friends gave me. I covered all the mirrors in my room before going to bed, and I woke up one night and felt the presence presence of the ghost in my room and yelled at her to leave me alone. Anyway, after about two weeks of us all feeling like we were losing our minds, roommate number three ended up telling the new guy she was dating about the weird supernatural stuff. Guy took it very seriously and then went to confront his ex-girlfriend. Turns out his ex-girlfriend was a Wiccan, and one of the Wiccans who doesn't have a problem doing black magic, I guess. And she was super jealous that this guy was dating someone new. So the ex-girlfriend had put a curse on roommate number three, and that's why our apartment had become haunted, I guess the guy said something to convince the ex that the way she was reacting was not fair and got her to lift the curse in our apartment immediately went back to normal. Weird. Is it weird though? It's
1: sim- like remember how I told you and um, he might actually come out here for, he might have to work out here for a little bit. So if he does, I'm going to try to get him on the podcast. But um, my buddy, that's a similar to the story my buddy had with his ex-wife, I think it was. Her mom was, like, practicing black magic in their closet or something, and there were some crazy bad entities in that house that literally, it took a, you know, film crew, like an actual paranormal team to come through and try to sort it out. But, like, stuff that made him a believer, for sure, that this stuff is real and not to be messed with, because when he found out that it was his, like, what ex-wife's mom or something that was doing these rituals and whatnot in their closet, that...
0: What if? Okay, let's let's take for a minute the stance that this stuff is real.
1: Oh, I've been taking that stance forever.
0: So okay, yeah. but but let's just say we are. I we, will, I will we, hold firm that stance. We are, yeah. not just you. You are we, joining me. I am joining you, stance. and gotcha. I am gonna ma- I am gonna take this up another level and make it even scarier, okay, if possible. Okay, right. so we have, according to this episode, a belief that witches have the power to do this. Yes. What if all humans have the power to do this? And all those thoughts, especially at this, that age, you know, that younger age, maybe Mm. from teenagers on up into the twenties where our emotions are really excessive love, hate, you know, I mean, we all been through that age where like you fall for a girl or a guy doesn't work out. And it's like the end of the world. Oh yeah. Because that's what that age does. What if that age group or that part of your life is just so emotionally charged that we're putting spells out even when we're not practicing witchcraft Mm. we are it's something that all of us are capable of we all have this power and when we i mean we're hexing you know the girl down the street because she didn't date us or because she is not as popular you know as you yeah type of thing that we all have that power. So basically this is going on all the time. And the only time we really talk about having that kind of energy or power over other people and their environment is when we want to throw about, a witch, yeah. but this is a problem every day. Yeah. Everyday magic, maybe. Yeah. What well, can I add on to that? Go for um, it. I 100% believe that that's the
1: case I don't think that's like far fetched at all I think every person does have the ability to do these things and I think everyone does in a in a sense and my mom growing up would always tell me because uh, as you know your, your boy jokes around with negative jokes and is always yeah uh, I can be a downer at times or most times and so like every time I like pull that shit on my mom or anything like that she always tell me just remember that life and death is in the power of the tongue and that you gotta you know you have to speak things that actually bring life instead of constantly you're gonna find that it actually does help and so I my entire life, I've believed that everyone has the ability to do that. And I've proven on multiple occasions that everyone has that ability by me doing it myself numerous times. The the only difference is that I think when it comes to actual witchcraft, it's these people that are actively studying like different ways on how to manipulate this stuff or different ways to improve this or go about your own way. Whereas someone like myself who is just more of a religious, like I have a relationship with God type of thing. I don't do it myself because I know that it is not me that does it. I ask for my creator to do it for me, which is like, for me personally, it's happened. And you can say, well, it's just that you spoke it into existence and it happened. And to me, I'm like, no, I asked God for it
0: and he gave it to me. But there's a lot of people that would ask God to do really heinous things. And he wouldn't. And so that would be, I think that would be a form of like a hex or, or dark. I I, I don't think it is at. necessarily. I think it's the intention. And, it, and again, it goes back to be to like, I, I, I made a, I think earlier in the episode, I believe it was this episode, I made a Depeche Mode reference. Um, which is a band that I like throughout the years. Mm. Another one, one of their first albums is called Speak and Spell. Yeah. So basically what we're talking about is everything, every word we speak, every thought we have in the form of words is a spell. And so that's the world. That's what we're putting out into the world. And it's what we get back because it's a spell, Yeah. you know, and that spell, if you're religious, can be supported by God. If you're not religious, those things, It could probably be supported by science on an energetic level. Sure. It doesn't really matter. That part doesn't matter. What matters is. The fact that it's real. Yeah. and Okay. So the fact that it's real, you getting ready to become a parent, it becomes Mm. very imperative Mm. to teach a child to verbalize the world in a way that is a little bit more helpful and not get trapped in that dogmatic view that this is the way that my only way, (laughs) no matter what, I mean, I'm not talking just church. I'm talking that there. That if we're going to learn from this witchcraft episode, it's like we all have this power, whether we are the practicing witch, you know, we practice this art for good or bad, or we're just some human that's angry or hurt at the moment. And we speak things into existence. We shouldn't, you know, if we have the power to hex our friends just because we're having a bad day. Yeah, maybe we need to really think about how we're interacting with the world. Yeah, well, there's a, a very prolific figure in history
1: that that said something along the lines of, "If you, you know, and this touches on the even just intention or belief on anything, but if you even look at your neighbor's wife with lust, you've already committed adultery." That's ridiculous. You can't punish yourself for being a human. You can no, punish yourself. It's not about it's not about having the thoughts. It's about controlling and like taking
0: captive those thoughts. Or is in the Buddhist way of you recognize you had that thought and then you just let it go and move on different, different viewpoints. I think they're actually very similar. I think it, it both is. Of those it's are, almost, and, and if you go to any, uh, anything yeah. that is based on, again, like a, I,
1: I mentioned, a, a you know, a quote from Jesus Christ, yeah. obviously, but again, it, it ties into many religions yeah. across the world. And that's, but what I'm saying is that it's a correct thought
0: is that it's a correct way to do things. It's a, it's a holy, healthy way to do things. The, I think a healthy way is to, have some control and restrictions you know not necessarily it doesn't have to be a religious restriction it's to uh delay um gratification yeah you know we live in a world of instant gratification and it's not healthy for us and now we expect it all the time yeah but yeah. the strong the stronger you are you can delay that gratification and then when you can do that then you don't practice in getting gratification that's not always unhealthy for you yeah or you don't beat yourself up if you screw up you oh, that's on. very
1: important. Not to beat yourself
0: up. Yeah, guilt. Yeah. Guilt is a, a another song. I got enough guilt to start my own religion. There you go. And that is to me a big problem. Religion is, in a lot of cases, is too focused on guilt because that's easier to see and easier to feel. And again, if you're speaking spells into this world, which you are in every moment, you know that's you gotta you gotta practice being a decent person Touching. that makes mistakes. Touching
1: on the guilt aspect, I think, again, it comes down to perspective. If you step back and look at most religions and the, the core beliefs, guilt has nothing to do with it. Like, if anything, guilt is frowned
0: upon. Guilt like, will come into it later, though, because you're going to add humans to the equation. And they're sure, going to yeah, weaponize guilt. Yeah, make you feel bad for whatever. Yeah, and I think anyone that is,
1: you know, whether it's Christian, Catholic, any of these crazy denominations, anything like that. Like, Did you just
0: call, call certain sects of Christianity crazy? Yeah. You think I just,
1: I defend every Christian sect? No. Okay. No, there's very few that I actually defend. There's a lot that have got it, in my opinion, very wrong, including one I saw recently where a guy was like pretty much just preaching and it's like this thing was being filmed, but he was preaching some very hateful shit. Was it the witch stuff? I don't think so. I don't think it was that. But it might have been. But this guy stood up like to kind of like go up and approach him and he was like, No, you sit the fuck down, like this is my service. And he's like, If you I'm the preacher here, you're not the preacher. Like he and he's like going into this diet. I'm like, Holy shit. And I got to the point where I actually Googled him to find out that he was a piece of shit in general. And so there but there's plenty of people that under the guise of Christianity will be like, I am God's, you know, spoken tool. Like, no, dude, you're just a regular fucking tool. You're not anything special. Like, if anything, there's a special place of hell for those people.
0: it's it's interesting because some of these people, they they feel the justification that their exalted viewpoint brings upon. Yeah. You know, like the guy I'm thinking about came out and basically said there were six witches in his church. And I think we've mentioned it recently. We might have. Yes. On one it, of the others. That's not kind of familiar. But he just was like, I, I, I have your names. I have your addresses. Basically threatening six members of his church, whether they're witches or not. He has... And this usually will happen. And we don't think it does in modern times, but it has happened in different areas of the world. He has the power to basically convince his followers to pull those six witches out of that church and yeah. maybe do what they used to do with witches and kill them. Yeah. They still have that power. And they, but they think that they're bringing something good. And I just can't imagine any way, especially since there are witches in the early Bible and they're not always a, a bad thing. We should be out there in the name of any religion. In this case, it would be Christianity because they have a history of this. Well, um, not just uh, in this case, but also in every case that you bring up. So yeah, but, but continue. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a long <laughs> no, I... it's a, it's a long religious organization with a lot of different viewpoints through the years. Most of them run by powerful men who didn't tend to do what powerful men do. And it's not religious at all. My knock yeah. on on a lot of religion is knock on the people running some of it.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, which is why you should never focus on that. Yeah. You know, so anyway, either way, I don't know how, where we're, where we're at with the witchcraft stuff, but you have me convinced that we're all witches.
1: Well, you're welcome for that. Thank you. I think we should probably get back into it. Yeah. We'll read this one and then, damn, I got a lot of stories for this, huh? Yeah, we gotta close it out after probably after this story and one of the short ones. Then we'll have plenty of video material for this.
0: Yeah, which sounds like fun.
1: Which sounds like fun, you're right. Yeah, which sounds like fun. Anyway, this is from Mr. Kipper69. Do you like that? No. Mr. Kipper69? I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know either. Mr. He's, Kipper. Too, he's
0: too old to be using. Yeah, he's been married for 21 years to a witch, no less. Yeah, he shouldn't be using 69 and it, unless that's his birth year.
1: Yeah, in which case, happy birthday, Mr. Kipper. Yeah. If today's your birthday on a whim. Uh, okay, he says, I've been married to a witch for 21 years. She's from a family tradition passed down through the generations. Love her so much, even though we live on different sides of the country now. But it's been a, quote, dynamic relationship, as the following will show you. During a rocky period in our relationship, we were having an argument in the living room. In this room hung a fairly large mirror about two foot by three foot that had been made for her by a friend who was a fairly powerful sorcerer. As the argument began to reach its peak, I decided that discretion was the better part of valor and turned to leave the room to give her some time to cool off. I had turned and was walking away through a doorway next to which the aforementioned mirror hung. Later, my dear wife would explain that she furiously angry with her with herself that she had allowed things to get so far out of hand at the peak of her anger threw a heavy glass beer stein at the ref- at her reflection in the mirror not at me although the path the glass stein took actually brushed the hair of my head as it passed the instant the stein left her hand she regretted her impulsive act she did not want to destroy the lovely mirror her friend had given her years before what i saw and felt was a heavy glass mug brushing past my head, flying towards the mirror. And then comes the weird part. About two feet away from the mirror, well before the mug could come into contact with the silvery surface, it shattered into tiny pieces. About a pound and a half of solid glass splintered into a roughly mug shaped cloud of flying shards, which then impacted the gifted mirror. The slivers flew literally everywhere. We spent the the next hour sweeping up broken glass from every square foot of horizontal surface in the room, the floor, the tabletops, off the bookshelves, and even off the top of the mirror. In the coming weeks, we would find glass splinters in every room of the house. We made up the same night. I think she had used most of her anger up in the split second in which she reached out to destroy the stein so that it would destroy the mirror. But I do have one important piece of advice for everyone out there. Never piss off a witch. It's
0: like one of the basic things we learn. That's look. I don't try to piss off witches. I I'll
1: let you know out there. I don't believe. I don't agree with what you guys do, but hey, by all means, to each his own. Have yeah. it at it.
0: Yeah, I think um, that's part of our DNA. Since that's the, a crazy story, though, right? Yeah, like this. <laughs> this breaks into this Stein-shaped cloud and just shards everywhere. The safe view is like she just did some Jedi Jedi mind shit. Yeah, but it's, then we're talking about witches, so and she was technically a witch and the mirror was a gift from a quote powerful sorcerer are you i mean what do you think constitutes being a witch i think it's a very loose term in a lot of these stories
1: i've heard that there's like just based on reading a lot of stories
0: i've heard that there's like
1: covens pretty much all over the the country right yeah and so like i think when if you move somewhere and you want to get into that type of stuff i think that you can find people in in covens that have this stuff and
0: granted there's surely people that just practice solo we have a podcast right. that probably, if you go back to season one, Georgina Rose, mm. the interview. I think she explains all this. Coven's just a little bit, of like how how she practices and, mm. and talking about in the middle, and and also her her uh, her podcast. Does, does she do it? Yeah. That, which what's that called now? Something with a side of salt, right? I think they might have changed it. They did. So we'll have to check on that. We'll put yeah. a link somewhere in it and yeah. wherever we're at. But that she's the, very informative. If you. If you're into that kind of stuff. But yeah. like I, I ask more because we have a lot of these stories. My This guy's like, my wife's a practicing witch for 21 years. Or I've been mm. married to her 21 years.
1: And that's a generational thing. So yeah, it's but, not just
0: her. It's her but like, family. Maybe she's not really a witch. She just believes in some new age burning sage and speng shui or whatever. There's a really big difference between those two, though. Like there, You can't
1: just be like, oh, it's a practicing witch. like Knowing full well that all she does is rearrange the furniture. But
0: I right? think some people based on their upbringing would be quicker to say no she's a full-on witch yeah but you know instead of really be like no she's just someone that burns sage and yeah. is kind of new agey
1: well look at that story that lala la Lachusa episode we did in season one i think it was episode 16 um and we talked about that one story where the guy was like i'm i've been married to a lachuza and she tra- like when i'm on my bike i see her over overhead she follows me everywhere and isn't and that like so the same situation, this guy is saying like, I'm married to this person, I know the acts that she does. And so we have the same, like a very similar instance here where this guy's like, yeah, she's been a witch 21 years, I love her, whatever, like it is what it is. She saved
0: a beautiful mirror. True from destruction or was that because it was crafted by a great sorcerer it was a magical mirror you, can, you that stuff's yeah whether there there was an entity in the mirror that watches over her that protected itself there's look there's a lot of paranormal
1: stuff with mirrors actually you should look into mirrors and do an episode on that you'd probably get a kick out of all the crazy stuff that goes on with mirrors i love mirrors and they freak me out yeah same i think belief hole <laughs> might belief might have done an episode on mirrors so if you need to, i'm
0: skeptical uh... but mirrors are still freaky
1: oh yeah there's a lot of people that cover them at night for that reason yeah portals or something like that creepy everyone's seen the you know or had the thought when you open a bathroom mirror and you're grabbing something you close it something's gonna be in the reflection we've had the thought when we bend over to wash our face or something like that yeah. that our reflection doesn't bend over with us Every, everyone's terrified of mirrors for sure but that's beside the point um and this in this particular one's got really hella into mirrors right there. yeah, yeah
0: you did you're like uh, did you just go in a mirror, mirror dimension? dimension
1: yeah yeah so anyway i think Just in in this particular instance, being married to someone for 21 years and having this physically happen with you in the room, you feeling the thing fly past your head and it's headed for this mirror and it doesn't break or it doesn't break the mirror at all. It doesn't touch the mirror. It shatters into tiny shards. Like, what else can you say about that? Like, he said that this is a generational thing. This family practices witchcraft. And he I'm sure he didn't mean anything negative about that. He's just sharing a story. You know, so like, it's just a matter of fact thing. This family practices witchcraft. So she's done it for
0: years. And that makes perfect sense when like the way I look at the world and the way I call you out on a certain thing, like you see things, you're genetically or metaphysically or mentally predestined to see things that I am not. Mm. Maybe it's similar, you know, certain Mm. families just have magical people. We've seen all the movies. We've read the books. We know what a muggle is and what isn't i haven't seen any of those movies or read any of those books but you knew exactly what i said when i I said muggles that's all it took yeah so so who knows they really do be like that just Um, never piss off a witch yeah that's
1: the 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 end of the story is just don't piss off witches
0: yeah anytime we bring up stories like when we have segments like these Mm -hmm. that's going to be the tagline don't piss off a witch because you just don't know why take the chance
1: yeah keep that in your mind. I will actually, I'll close out with one of these really smaller stories that I kind of want to get on this episode. And then we'll, we'll end it there because this is a, this is the first story in the quick hits section, um, by user Snicklefritz 646. This happened a few years ago. I was on a dating site and matched with an attractive person. So I started chatting. We made it to the quote plans tonight, part of the conversation. And she told me she was going to play hide and seek with fluffy. Hmm. Pointing out the item in their second profile pic, a bloody rabbit mask. Creepy. Mmm. Said, uh, okay, let's be weird. So I played along until she mentioned that they would be playing in my basement. Thought, how in the hell? Yeah, wild guess, probably. I lied and told her I didn't have a basement. Immediately she texted, oh yeah? And I heard, snickle fritz. Snickle fritz. Booming from the basement. I won't lie to you. I about shit myself. Obviously, I blocked her and froze for an hour before I gathered the courage to check my completely enclosed from the outside basement. I didn't find anything, thankfully. I didn't have a smart device at all, and I didn't have any speakers that could have been hacked. I didn't even have wireless internet at the time. The basement was completely empty. I can't explain it in the slightest. That would be terrifying. It would be. I would probably just move. I'd be like,
0: everything I own,
1: fuck it. I'm out. No. Or never go down in the
0: basement again. Just like lock that door forever. That that would probably be the best, especially now that you're going to be a family man.
1: And it sucks though. You look at, think of all the storage you're losing. All because someone yelled your name from the basement. Yeah. Ooh, God, I don't want everything about that. Ooh, no thanks. Our garage is technically a basement. And, uh, and I think about that often when I go down there. That's weird. I would never <laughs> think of that as a basement. I don't a think basement. of that story. I think, yeah, well, it is technically below the rest of the house. So it's kind of a basement. It's the I don't bottom know. Level if, of the house. I don't
0: know if that's what really a basement is. A basement is, is where demons are.
1: A basement is what you make it.
0: And the rabbit head thing reminded me of um, WandaVision when she went down to what's her name's Miss Harkness' her basement, and it had the rabbit, Mister Scratchy.
1: I don't remember. Oh, I do actually remember. I only yeah.
0: remember because I decided I I'm going through a rewatch, mm. and we just we we're we We're like halfway through the season. I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. But it, I like the witchcraft in that. It's kind of like the traditional style of witchcraft that Americans tend to believe, the puri- puritanical view of witchcraft, which is why you have such a strong view to witchcraft. It's a puritanical American mm. type thing. Thanks for mansplaining my beliefs to me, Christian. Anytime, man. That's also American. <laughs> no. But I mean- No, that what's in- American is assuming that's American. I so would, you're the most American you know, person here. We just proved doing this podcast many times how American we are. Yeah. There was a couple, there was a couple of times where you almost
1: lost it. You almost lost your cool in this episode a couple of times. I feel like I, I kept it a little more chill. I think during that last exchange, the beginning of it, you were like, you're were, you were going to get pounced a little bit. You know, but we found a way to mellow it back out and bring it back to a healthy medium, which is a first. We should uh, everyone high five. Whoever you're sitting next to, high five them. And uh, I know that this is how you this is how you properly
0: discuss these topics. Right. Ladies Part and gentlemen. of it is I've just come to the realization after a couple of our discussions in this episode yeah, that we're all witches. And we all should practice accordingly. Okay. That's not the belief system
1: of the podcast. Krishna is speaking on behalf of himself. No,
0: you agreed with me earlier when no, I, I said how dangerous. That,
1: I agree that we all have the potential. I'm not agreeing that we're all witches. We all see, there's a there's a big there's
0: a big egg space between that. It's we big, all could be. It's a chasm, if you we will. Could, and we could be good or bad witches. Or we mm. that's what we carry within us all the time.
1: Oh, is that what we carry within us all the time? I was wondering. Um, yeah, so. I think that just about closes up this episode guys. We have plenty of, uh, I added a lot of extra stories onto this episode, so we're going to have plenty of stuff for the YouTube channel. We'll be dropping over time, or maybe I'll start releasing a couple like bonus stories on Instagram and just put a little visual like we do with the the teasers. Uh, so if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, be sure to do that. If you want more of this content, this sweet, sweet, juicy content, I hate the word content. I've used it three times now in this run on sentence of mine, but he, but he likes juicy. I do love juicy. That's, that's where it's at. So anyway, Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, Again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have a story that you find along your uh, search for the paranormal or the unexplained that would fit into one of these uh, when witchcraft goes wrong, send it in. We'll throw it into the next one. I got a few extra stories. I'm always finding stories the day after we release episodes. I'm like, this would have been perfect for that episode. And so, you know, same with what we do with now. That's what I call unexplainable we're going to be doing with this series when witchcraft goes wrong.
0: Do I get a rebuttal segment in future ones when witchcraft goes white? Right.
1: Sure. If okay. that's
0: what you desire. If
1: everyone wants that segment, I need send, your help. Yeah. This is, this is the way to get that segment. If you want that segment, send an email to the free, the gang at the freaky and request my Bitcoin address and send me five Bitcoin. And when you do that, I will, uh, We'll add that on the next segment. That's a way for both of us. Super easy. Yeah, I'll I'll give you one of the Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, even that'll be good enough, right? Yeah. Yeah, you guys like when we talk about Bitcoin, right? Probably not. No. Yeah, that's what I thought, for sure. I just wanted to shout out a couple people. Do it. Uh, Specifically, you know, we got an email from Arlene in Scotland, which was great. I I told Christian, I'm like, that's like a dream destination for us. We want to get big enough to where we could play some live shows, even though your boy has crippling stage fright and anxiety. Bet I could pull it off if we had... You know, belief from our listeners, but Scotland is one of those destinations and, you know, she shared a, like a, a brief kind of synopsis on a couple of things. Right. It'd be nice for us to do a Scotland episode at some point. I think it's coming. A couple of the, a couple of the cryptids out there, you know, we all love Nessie and Bigfoot. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll do a Nessie episode or a couple, uh, you know, Arlene, if, if you got more ideas, you know, we are open to them. Yes, we are. We love hearing from our uh, international listeners. So if you guys are out there listening from another country that is maybe as fucked up or not as fucked up as our own, feel free to write in. We're shouting out people that also buy merch because it it's always fun for us. We're, we're just a couple of weird nomads living in Alaska, and hearing that people have not only listened to the show but also enjoyed it enough to make a purchase of our dope ass merch store at the thefreakydeaky.com. We like to shout you guys out. You guys are now officially tied to us forever. We are spiritually attached to you as human beings. Uh, namaste.
0: Well, Yeah, it's a symbiotic existence. There you go. We are here. You are there. Yeah. We are there. You are here.
1: Yes. Okay. So shout out to Teresa for buying a shirt and uh, locking in that relationship that now we have. We we now have together the three of us. Yes, that feels special. And again, shout out to Sheila and Podbean. You the real MVP out there. You know, you listening, you are commenting, you you're probably helping us spread the word a little bit. We appreciate that. Anything that anyone says about our show and helps spread it out to other people, we
0: appreciate. It. So thank you for that. Yeah, it makes you feel really good to see somebody talk to you like that. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I mean, surprise, what I, I what talk to people a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, but as someone that doesn't talk to people and in most cases doesn't enjoy it it's been fun it's been fun to hear from you guys yeah so, so it, it makes coming. me
0: feel like uh you know you, sometimes maybe you make a little bit of a difference even if it's just a little chuckle for somebody during the day and there's been
1: plenty of those yeah if you haven't or you've been thinking about writing in or something like that now's your chance send it submit anything to us at the gang at the uh if you're new to the show and you haven't already go follow us on social media we are at freaky Pod on instagram and facebook at TFD Paranormal on TikTok. I think that pretty much covers the the gist of all that stuff. We mentioned the merch store freakydeegee.com got NFTs up there if you're into that sort of thing. We're really just tackling it all. The YouTube yeah.
0: channel's popping. Pop I'm, in from time to time. Yeah. We're we're experimenting, we're doing yeah. different things, you know. We don't even know what we're What's going to happen? We're sometimes. just seeing
1: what works. Yeah, we're seeing what you guys like and what you guys respond to, and that's what we're going to continue to do. So whether you like the ten minute episode previews, the little sneak peeks into the into the weekly episodes, or you like us sitting down and going over specific stories, paranormal shorts, bonus stories from the episodes, whatever you guys like and react to is what you're going to get more of. So if you want to be a part of that algorithm and you want to tap in your own voice into that, head over and subscribe to the YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, and that's if you, the there's a subject it. you want to hear, throw it out to us. We we'll catch it. Yeah,
1: I mean John D. Shout out Sheila. We did yeah. it. Well, Christian did it. So if it wasn't to your liking, yell at him. Yeah. But I was also a part of it. So you can, I will shoulder the, some of that blame as well. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, we will see you next week. Send us your stories. Follow on, on all the socials. You will, right? Go buy some merch. We'll see you next week. Have a great Friday. Reach out and touch it. Fondle it a little bit if you really desire that. Just don't de- don't hex us. Don't hex us. Please don't. And uh, if you think that either of us are mistaken in our beliefs and you would like to add some gentle discourse, please feel free to email us. We want to hear it. What are your thoughts? My stomach is growling. I have to go poop. Sorry, everyone. We'll see you next week right here on the Freaky key. Good night. (laughs) I have to pee. You realize that's how you end every episode we have, right? Yeah, that's (laughs) right.
0: the devil. what oh uh, god no i just have i have a lot of fun with using certain words to throw me off on purpose sometimes yeah Yeah. i don't know if my coffee's still warm but i might have a like a little bit of left of it yeah oh i see oh no i thought i saw smoke but that was just the reflection
1: Sm- It ended up being smoke and mirrors <laughs> yeah classic
0: stuff classic stuff Speak it into existence.
1: I am a millionaire.
0: No. No. Still nothing? No. What is that one? The uh the secret. Oh okay. <laughs> god.
1: Yeah. Should we make a vision board, Christian? Should we should we make a vision board for this podcast? I
0: used to have a check in my
1: wallet. I'm still not a millionaire. Was it a million dollar check? Because yeah. all you would have had to do is cash it and then bada bing bada boom, my man you're a millionaire. True.
0: But there's also thing called jail if you do that
1: Hmm. well when you put it that way it doesn't sound nearly as fun no